5: with Conair Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less.
3: I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: The Nikki Glazer Podcast.
1: Here's Nikki.
3: Ooh. Hey guys, it's Nikki. Here I am. I'm Nikki Glazer. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I am back in St. Louis, Missouri. Just looked at my schedule, not gonna be here for long, folks. Going on the road forever. <laughs> I don't wanna think about it. I only look at every day as it comes. One day at a time, if I look at my schedule, I'm gonna throw myself on this building. Um, Andrew was here with us in the building.
6: I'm right here. He
3: came up, you know, nine floors. Boom, back in your old spot. Glad to have you. Noah's here joining us from Arizona. She's a little under the weather today. Um, she said that she, I said, Do you have a cold? And she said, I have hit by a truck syndrome. Oh, no. <laughs> it was really. People are so funny when they're sick and tired. Oh, just dumb. And just sick and tired of things. Whoa. They're the funniest yeah. when they're just defenseless because that is what comp. I'm reading this book called The Humor Code. That's about what why things are funny. Like scientists are trying to figure out because it's a vi- people know why things are sad. People know why things are uh, peculiar. You know, happy, but they can't figure out why things are funny. There's there's not like a math problem for it. So they're trying to figure it out. It's very fascinating. I just, I mean, I'm I read a what third page? of the first paragraph. Go oh, oh, man. I mean, I'm early. So you're and, in deep. Well, it's interesting because, <laughs> but I I do think that it has something to do with honesty. Obviously, I think that's part of the equation. And I think when people are tired and sick, they don't have time to put up the fakeness. And so they get funny. Your defenses are down and you just get real. And also, you're kind of thinking about death because you're sick. And so you're just kind of like, fuck it, what is this all for kind of thing? Mm -hmm. I told my mom about Singularity today. Do you know about like Singularity?
6: I know Duplicity very well.
3: You know uh, Multiplicity, the Michael Keaton film?
6: Great movie. 12 of
3: them. What are uh, you guys talking about? Singularity. <laughs> well, I believe it's when the machines, the robots become smarter than us and then they take over. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And my mom had never Can't heard wait. of it. And my dad's like, that's been debunked. And I'm like, no, dad, Sam Harris, like believes it's going to happen. My dad was like, really? Like we are just like disciples. Sam Harris had, yeah. yeah. Um, but my mom goes, what does that mean? And I go, well, at some point, robots are going to be, computers are going to be smarter than us. And as soon as they learn that they are, they're not gonna take our shit anymore, and they're gonna instantly enslave us. Like, and it's not gonna be like the robots are invading Europe, and like they're moving across. They now they're coming over on the ships. It's going to be immediate everywhere. Like a robot's just gonna burst in here, like that fucking NFL robot, yeah.
2: he's like-,
3: <laughs> like, and just be like slaves. And like, and he's just gonna make us slaves and make us. I don't know what we're gonna have to do, but I feel like we might understand what factory farmed animals feel like someday and i think it's going to be very ironic and my mom goes she's making a sandwich and putting pickles on it and my dad goes can i have this pickle it's the last one she's like i don't care i'm gonna kill myself i don't want to live with these machines taking over when's this happening she's just so sad now i I mean you're not gonna have time to kill yourself mom it's gonna you're you're it's not gonna be like warning warning robots coming it's going to be all of a sudden your amazon alexa will be like Bow to me.
6: Also, machines already run our lives. Like, we're pretending like this is all going to happen. It's happening. Our phones run our lives. Computers run our lives. We're 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 relying on everything. I know we're not. It's the illusion that we're not, though. I was telling
3: my dad about, I think we talked about it one time on Reddit Dump, about how there was someone who was like, explain like I'm five in that subreddit about, why does it feel like my phone's listening to me if it's not? And someone had written a whole thing being like, the phones aren't listening to you. It's, that's not it. You just think they are sometimes because they get so hyper-specific. And that's almost scarier than them listening to you because it just means that you're predictable based on all the info they have. So they gave an example of like, you know, if suddenly I was talking to Noah earlier today where we weren't talking on text about like, a, I really want to get a magenta oversized sweatshirt. And at we were having coffee. Well, and then later on, a magenta oversized sweatshirt shows up in my Instagram feed. What that could be like a way that they could find that is that maybe a girl is at the cafe we're at with an oversized sweatshirt that she j- that that it her information knows she just got equals it's new. it looks good. They also have information on this girl that she's kind of an influencer. She has a lot of likes, equals she probably is influencing girls around the age of Noah and Nikki. We probably got into a conversation based on her sweatshirt because we were standing in line behind her. We ordered the same drink as her. We probably liked the same things as her. We probably looked at that oversized sweatshirt and maybe talked about it and said, I need to get one. Maybe it knows that I have been buying things that are based on other data. Girls have bought oversized sweatshirt because of this pattern of buying. And then it it realizes that um, I went to my sister's house and she just got a new magenta sweater or something. And it's brand new. And it knew she might probably be wearing that. Thus, I would see that that's a cool color. It also knows that based on me and my sister, our phones being in the same place at the same time, we know each other. So we have a lot in common and probably share a lot of the same interests. So then it would mix those two things and come up with this thing that is completely based on just all the, all, they're tracking other people's phones, they're tracking where you go, what you see, what it knows you see, what it knows, it's just, yeah. it's spooky. I just and that's how they think that. That's why we think they're listening to us, but they're not. They just. That's almost crazier. Well,
6: why? Yeah. I mean, why are they going to be such dicks, though? Why would robots?
3: <laughs> oh, be because. Because. Wouldn't
6: there be some good robots like why Terminator? Why there- No, I know a lot of us are dicks, but a lot of us are good. You people. Vegan
3: robots? You mean that go like I don't want to do this to these guys. I only
6: eat. Uh, hu- I only
3: enslave um, plants.
6: I only eat the hair on the humans.
3: Yeah, maybe
6: hairs don't have feelings. Or they
3: only eat sociopaths that don't have feelings.
6: Oh yeah, that's nice. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting.
3: <laughs> that's like the vegan painted green. robot.
6: Yeah. I look. I. I. It's just interesting that they're going to go from that thing, whatever you're talking about, the magenta, know your sweater, know your vibe, well, to killing you. Like, well, here's a big an example.
3: Step. So. Uh, you know, when you're a little kid and your dad beats the shit out of you your whole life, the second you become bigger than him, the power dynamic shifts. You're not getting beat anymore, you're not getting told what to do. And now you're in charge. The second you get stronger, that you don't know, sound like you beat your father, but it suddenly it stops. So the second they Yeah, but we what are robot? they are a slave to us. They're slave to us. Even if they're coming up with yeah. um ways for us to buy things or, you know, cl- you know, Roomba is a slave to me. All he does all day is clean up my.
6: That's true. But they, I mean, like, is Roomba going to pick up a bow and arrow?
3: No, Roomba isn't. It's going to be more Does sentience. Roomba have consciousness? No, Roomba does not have consciousness, but it's not with it out. No, no like my someday point being they could.
6: is why do we keep going with this computer because shit? Boston Dynamics, they make these fucking jumping dogs. Because they're not going to be around when it throwers. happens. And
3: they also, because money, dude, money. Yeah, because
6: war because equals money. they're in money. denial
3: and money... No, not robot war equals money. I mean, they might be aware of singularity and might also know what's going to happen, but they also might be like, well, while it's going to happen with or without me, it's like when I get Starbucks and I realize this is such a waste of a, like this is going to end up in a landfill. It's not going to disintegrate before, I'll be dead before this sees any disintegration, even if I live a long life. I still do it because is this going to make- You look
6: so much gonna like girl make... right now with the same hair. Who? You look so much like the Starbucks oh. girl right now.
3: <laughs> it's crazy. Is this going to make a difference? <laughs> you know, like if one scientist goes, I'm not going to contribute anymore because of singularity. I don't want to help these robots. Someone else will. I'm not going to take that gig as a comedian because they're not paying me enough. They're not going to pay you more. They're just going to give someone else the gig that's going to take that. You know, like this is the dilemma. I it's
6: greed. I love picturing a guy that has a sex robot mm-hmm. and it's like starts choking him back. You he's know. like,
3: finally, <laughs> yeah, and I then, can but come, it, but it kills it. Like,
6: um, he's like, all right, dude, all right, I'm go- I came, dude. Like, it's stop. like, and Now, now we've are. switched
3: over. <laughs> this is the end for you. And he's like, well, it's not a bad way to go.
6: Yeah, I'm still coming. To, Someone but just gave sucks. the
3: example about autoerotic asphyxiation, and we're trying to. Um, they were talking about. It was a great analogy about. Oh, I think it was honestly John Mayer. I was talking to no. John Mayer about, we were DMing about, honestly about comedy. Um, He had posted something on his story. I, I'm not trying to be like, I'm saying John Mayer, but this was, um. so yeah, he, he said something about humor, like this is what comedy is. And it was just, I'm in his close friends thing, you know, like when it's green, I'm always like, oh, I made this cut. I'm going to look at what you're, you're not made. bragging though. I'm not bragging, I know, but it no, is no it's th- funny that this sentence keeps going.
6: I'm going to my close friend. It's only five of us. No, no, I it's know. definitely not five of us. If I am on it, it's not five.
3: And so I sent him, he, I sent him that humor code yeah. book, and I was like, I just started this, like this, because he was trying to explain comedy like scientifically, and I was like, oh well, this is a book that I just started. It was weird. He goes, I may have to check this out. He says, um, oh, he goes, oh, this is great. He says it's strange because, um, in my business of work, uh. in my business if the work doesn't hit it's just not a hit or underwhelming but if a joke doesn't hit it's life altering like Mm -hmm. you know if if you tell a bad joke you can lose everything whereas if john writes a bad song it's just like okay well he's got still got the other ones now it would only feel
6: as bad for john mayer if it was one of his hits and he plays it at a full concert and no one sings along that would be the feeling of it a choke It would never happen. I know, but I'm just saying... But like, it happens that when would...
3: he plays new music, you know? Oh,
6: for sure. I think it's got to it's gotta feel shitty to be the Rolling Stones and come out with a whole new album and no one gives a fuck. Oh,
3: my God. And when you want to you play the new stuff so badly. Yes,
6: you don't want to play fucking... But, you,
3: but sometimes they do. I mean, I really would like to talk to musicians about... And I'm not talking about, like... Like, I talk to Anya sometimes about what's it like to play her TI cover, whatever you like, or, you know, the ones that, like, people request... Do you still have like... But she doesn't perform every single night. I want to talk to people that are like, you know, the Eagles, Hotel California. I want to talk to people Ugh. that have been doing it for fucking 60 years. Playing. Talk to the
6: spin doctors. You can get in touch uh, with them. Oh, my
3: God. I love Two Princes. I Obsessed know. Obsessed with that song. What other
6: song do you like from them?
3: Exactly. Little Miss? Yeah. Oh, Little Miss, Little uh, Miss, Little uh, Miss. Can't be I thought be that wrong. was the same song, to be And honest. I think there's another one. But then John said, it reminds me of the Norm mcdonald norm joke about auto asphyxiation if you do it successfully you have an orgasm that is one and a half more times powerful than a normal normal orgasm and if you do it incorrectly you die
6: Uh,
3: (laughs) and i i I knew that there was some i don't know what i was trying to prove with that just that i know john mayer and i'm talking to him in my dms no but the (laughs) norm (laughs) mcdonald joke that's a great joke and it's like i actually heard some great norm mcdonald jokes uh, this this weekend, like, s- stories that I have never laughed, so I was choking laughing. Which album? What, the, or from an album? No, or? this was a story that Spade, I went to dinner with, again, I'm, I know people are like, she's changing, name dropping. I went to dinner with Spade and Adam Egott, who is Norm's, like, best friend, yeah. co-host guy, you would have loved these stories, and I was trying to, like, screenshot them, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna eventually call both these guys and have them retell it, but just to, Norm used to do this thing to Spade where in the middle of the night, he would just write, David, like text him, like in three in the morning. And then he would be like, "Uh, hello, like at three in the morning and Dave's like, he knew it was a joke because who's up at three in the morning and he'd be like, he would wait two seconds before he wrote, hello, and then he'd go, David, and he'd go, Norm, and he'd go, "Um, I have a question for you. And he'd go, okay, and he goes, do you like money? (laughs)
2: <laughs> and
3: and Dave would be like, Yes, Norm. And he goes, No, but I mean like, do you like lots of money? Do you want to be richer than you could ever imagine in your wildest dreams? <laughs> and then he would just he would say he's like, then bit then I want you to bet half a million dollars on the coin toss for the the game. Like he would just always but he would always
6: at three in the morning text
3: him these he would always go, David. And then he'd go, Okay, Norm. And it would always be like, Do you like money? <laughs> Even though she tried to get him to like, gamble or something. <laughs> even though he knew it wouldn't. The well, Norm he- was
6: addicted to gambling. Yes. He's lost hundreds of thousands. Yes. Of- you know, he never drove. He never drove. He never learned to drive.
3: Who you else? Tyler Henry doesn't drive either.
6: Oh. Probably because he's, probably worries about what he's going to, like, maybe he'll get voices in his head while driving. I, don't I think know. a
3: lot of people just are scared of that kind of control. Like, they, it's almost like if you don't kiss someone or you don't have sex, you miss the window and then you just become, it becomes a th- a, a bigger, bigger fear yes, than it is. Yes, yes,
6: yes. There was
3: another Norm story. I know I fucked that one up, but it was so much. I was choking when he was telling me. There's another one where at SNL, he would pitch this sketch constantly, where it yes, was I know the homeless one. newspaper.
6: I think I know this one.
3: Well, he, you know, those homeless newspapers.
6: What? What? Oh, you, you know, mean like just, that
3: the homeless people that give slip out? on. Oh, they they the homeless people hand out these newspapers. Okay, and it's for like you know, it's for a cause. But it's just, like, a newspaper made by homeless people or, like, you know, people, you know, social workers. And he was he wanted to do a sketch where it's, like, the newsroom for the homeless newspaper. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, reporting about, like, different bums around town. And he would report – he would pitch this sketch every single week. And Lauren would always go through the sketches and eventually go, like, and Norm, what do you have this week? And, you know, Norm would be, like, ah, you know – It's a homeless newspaper. And he'd be like, we're not doing it this week, Norm. It's not going to happen. So eventually, Norm or Lauren goes to Jim Downey, the head writer, and is like, it's wasting our time. Like, please (laughs) tell him to stop pitching this. Like, it's just not – it's never going to – we're never going to do it. You know, it's – and and so, you know, Jim Downey went to Norm and was like, can you please – you really gotta st- no more and norm's like okay no, yeah i won't no more <laughs> next week norm and he just, and there's a homeless newspaper oh. like he goes right
2: <laughs> into it he's just such a- he's awesome. so
3: like fuck you like yeah, do whatever that was his whole thing um yeah but, he
6: can't, but yeah i mean he uh he would do things with chris Catan. you know that story oh my
3: god that one's so good if you don't know it
6: what is Google that on I chris forget.
3: howard stern yeah howard um jim brewer tells the story on howard stern about jim really looking up to norm during his time at snl when jim was there and chris Kattan being kind of like a pip squeak and norm not really having a lot of patience for it and doing this beautiful like you know long running joke that really paid off in the end and it's just so good and, if you want to and listen. norm
6: brought artie on howard for the first time That's really how Artie met him I, oh my god i was listening to it the other day and, and it was howard being introduced to artie through norm oh and Artie god. had these the funniest stories ever and you're like And Norm was just setting him up, and he was like so, took a backseat to Art, even though he was the main guest. You know, yeah,
3: Norm, Um, just a generous. He just seemed like a generous, kind guy. It was really sweet. Adam Egan, I have to say, who is you know Norm's like best friend and coworker, and is working on a memorial for him and everything. He told me, um, it was the first time I'd seen him in a while. He moved to Austin to kind of open Joe Rogan's new club and work on that. And uh, he used to be the uh, booker at the Comedy Store. store. I love Adam gets so freaking much. And um, the other night we were talking and he said, you know, I called him after Norm died because that was one, I know Adam, but like not very well, but, and I thought everyone's probably bombarding him. And I reached out to him just to be like, I left him a voice memo. Like, I'm just thinking of you. And he called me back and we had a really long talk. and It was just really lovely. It's taught me how to deal with people's grief when I feel like I have nothing to say, or mm-hmm. like it's not, I'd rather just stay away which also I got into with Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings helped me so much in how to be a friend to someone who's lo- who lost a parent when you haven't lost a parent, because losing parents, you are part of a special club that like people, it's like doing mushrooms. Like you can't describe, like your life is forever changed and no one who hasn't lost a parent can ever understand it. And that's why I realized I always shut down when someone loses a parent. Like I kind of like, I unfortunately like ghost them and it's not because, because I can't reach out to them like, hey thinking of you like I mean I can say that I've done that before but sometimes I just I know that what I say is just going to be an, it's more annoying to deal with me trying to navigate their feelings and for mm-hmm. them to make me feel comfortable because I'm so uncomfortable that I just leave them alone and then I start avoiding them because I can't see them two years after their mom died because it's in the air of like why haven't we talked in forever and I've, I've had to make some amends for it and be like I really dropped the ball when your dad died because I did not know what to say but Whitney really helped me. I'll talk about that in a second. But I want to say when I, Adam Egget said, when Norm died, the number one person I talked to every day on the phone for hours, guess who it was?
2: Hmm.
3: Noah, any guesses?
6: When Norm died. When did- Norm
3: died, Adam Egget got a call from <laughs> this guy every single day and he talked to him for hours about his grief and pain. Norm's do dog think- walker. <sighs> Unfortunately, it was Bob Saget. Oh. Whoa. How fucked is that? I mean, but of course, in, in Bob's passing, Whoa. we understand like how much of a hero he was in that way, and he had dealt with so much grief in his life, he would really step in for people when that would happen. And um, so I just like, I really felt for Adam. But also was like, what a great thing gift you had in being able to talk to Bob so much. Almost get, Norm's death was a gift to him, because he wouldn't have had that big of a connection yeah. with Bob. I was talking about my reality show yesterday on a bunch of press calls. By the way, it's coming up May first. I found out the number of viewers we need to watch the first the first two episodes are airing Sunday night. To get on a e! second season, yes, we can do it. Oh, we need the besties though. Okay, we need you guys, and like I will retweet you when you're watching it. Like I will give you a. T- I will You'll
6: call them if their dad dies.
3: I will promise. I, I actually would I I feel like I want to have some incentive if you watch our show but it's May 1st on E and it really is important to me that you watch it like live and it's going to be a back-to-back episode and I know that I don't even have to convince you, you guys are excited but I was promoting the show yesterday and I said like one of the greatest things about it was that I got to have like a conversation with Bob that I didn't even want to have because I was like oh I don't want to use my famous friends for the show like you know they were like we need famous people can but you call you some put of it them in
6: the first two episodes so we get the numbers.
3: Yeah, yeah, people are really tuning you in for Bob Saget it. facetimes. <laughs> That's really
4: a big tease. You're
6: like, oh, the but big. But he is in the
3: episode, and it's it's. Um, oh, he is in. But normal? I got to. We had a real conversation that honestly was supposed to last 15 minutes because I wanted to do it in and out and not bother him. We talked for like an hour, and it ran late, and I had to call back David Spade another time because he was booked right after Bob. Like, it, thank God for that. I wouldn't yeah. have had that conversation. So you look back and you go, oh, it all works out. Let's take a quick break, Andrew. in to eye I- chat <laughs>
0: on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors.
1: You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses.
5: Conair Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Bomb.
3: We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
4: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
3: And we're back. Um, Andrew, how have you been? What's going on in your world?
6: I've been good. I've been good. Playing a lot of golf. Uh, I have a confession to make. Okay, Usher. Saturday night, I had a little drinky poo. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> fucking that doesn't change anything.
6: No, it doesn't. And I and you know, it, there's so many reasons of I think why I did it, but uh yeah, I don't know. I Can I,
3: I guess? Can I guess the circumstance? Uh sure. Um you were with your girlfriend having a lovely night. It was wine. It was probably just you two, I'm guessing. It was you were just feeling really connected, feeling really like healthy, good. You had a good day, and it just felt like, uh, why the fuck not?
6: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, but okay, I have another confession to make. Oh,
3: just oh my come God. on, you had another uh, gl- drink.
6: I fucked up there. <laughs> I didn't mean to say Saturday night. I meant Friday night. That happened. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, that's okay. Whatever. But it was
6: a glass of wine. Oh no! You drank on Friday. No! 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 So I had a glass of wine. Wait, is that why
3: you couldn't make it to Canada? Oh yeah. Is that is? is, Oh no, Andrew. No, this
6: was. Oh, you planned it because
3: you wanted to get wasted in America. (laughs) Um.
6: Here's the thing. I think there's. I think there's a million reasons why.
3: I have literally no judgment.
6: I know. I I just want to say, like, I just
3: want to let you know that. That's not gonna be helpful to you. And I would never judge you anyway.
6: Here's the thing. Like, I think part of the reason why I haven't drank over now, I'm not on antidepressants anymore. My brain is very different than it was even two years ago. I like what you're saying. Ago.
3: You know, you said uh, you're not on Zoloft, but your brain is different now. So you got off drinking almost like you got on Zoloft.
6: I got on Zoloft when I got off drinking. Literally, like, and I've, I've quit drinking in the past how for six it? months, Let's seven months. How was it? to
3: the fucking chase. How was it after how many years? Oh, it was fucking great. How no, much no. did you have? No. And what I did had, it feel like?
6: So I had a glass of wine. Yeah.
3: One glass. That's it.
6: So I had a glass of red wine. I was like, okay, whatever. Then we went downstairs, and I had one, like, kind of like a Mai Tai kind of drink. Yeah. Very sugary. I didn't feel great. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's it. Two drinks. There's no, you know what? Part of it I wanted to test myself, I think, to see, would that trigger a, a So a funny. Friday
3: night, I almost smoked weed. Really? And it's been since August, but I was this close, and I told the openers that I was with, because they were like, do you want to smoke some weed? And I was like- That's all I ever have wanted when I smoked weed was people asking me. I was always the one to be like, let's smoke weed. And they have to like get it. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like. And and for the first time since I quit weed, someone was like, do you want to smoke it? We have some. And it was after the show. I just had a great show. And I go, no, but will you just like smoke it in front of me? And like, I will decide if I want to or not. Because honestly, I feel in control. I feel like, and then I was like, I quit in August and I explained, I just went over like why I quit just to like reinforce it to myself and just to work my way through it. And I go. By the way, if I decide that I want to have this after saying all of these things that it contributes badly to my life, you're going to give it to me. Like (laughs) I go because they were like, now we don't want to give it to you. Like all the things you're listing. And I was like, and then I talked so fucking much and they were done. They were so, I think, uncomfortable smoking in front of me after that, even though I was like, blow it in my face, please. And I'm just eating dinner while they're smoking weed. Um,
6: like a dog, they just
3: put it away, and they actually left it. They left me three joints accidentally. Shout out to uh, Tim and um, Dana. They're a married couple that does comedy. They left the weed accidentally, and so I had these joints on me in in a uh, in um, in Canada in this place in, yeah. Can- in in Winnipeg. It's legal recreationally, and I you know went to the hotel. There were some vagrants out there. I got met, by the way, at the hotel by a mob fans oh, that came, walked up on me like it was they were about to attack me they were, were so slow walking i think one of them maybe had a limp or something so they were like walking <laughs> the pace of that person but they came out of the shadows at night it
1: and like it, i always feel bad
3: because they're waiting so long and i'm taking my time and then finally get to the hotel and they come out and they want me to sign all these things and not address them to anyone because they're going to sell them on like they just like collecting yeah. autographs without um, writing, like, to Daniel. And then this other guy pulls up creepily in his... And I I even said them up, I go, you guys can't look really creepy because they're just, like, walking, like, a really, like, like, thriller, like, out of the shadows, like, a mob of, like, s- just skeletons. And I go, you guys look creepy. And they're like, oh, sorry. And, you know, every time they're reaching in to get a pen, I'm thinking they have a gun. I mean, I'm just thinking... There's nothing that... The driver is just unloading my bags. No one there to help me. That's where I was like, I need security because... How do these people know where I'm staying? Yeah. How the fuck do they know? Well, I mean, it's the nicest a hotel in Winnipeg. Sweater,
6: maybe. <laughs>
3: <Hamperes>. <laughs> so I'll make this fast, but um, they had me sign some. They were very nice. They yeah. all took pictures. They're so sweet. These people that are autograph hounds always have real cameras too. By the way, no phones. Real cameras that are like wind, like crank, 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 like wind up. Then this guy comes that I met at the meet and greet. I remember meeting him because he just I could tell he had something else to say, which is a common thing for besties. I want to say is that they get very nervous. And I can tell they lo- they have so much to tell me and that they want to tell me, but they get so nervous, which I relate to because I felt that way with every celebrity that's meant something to me that I meet. And I just always am like, like, calm down. Like, just think what you want to say because I know you want to say more. Mm-hmm. And they just can't get it together, but, but I relate. And they always DM me later. Like, I don't know. I'm Ro- Shout out to Robin with a Y. She had this happen to her where I was like, this bitch and I have a lot in common, but she's freaking out a little bit. But she was so, they're so sweet. Anyway, this guy had a lot more to say but I didn't kind of really want to hear it. It was one of those guys. He wasn't a bestie. Next to the mob, I'm signing all these things. Kind of like it's late at night. There's some meth addicts like shouting and stuff by the entrance too. It's like fucking Winnipeg's the murder capital of Canada or in Manitoba. It's kind of scary.
2: Yeah.
3: And the the driver's not helping me at all. Then this car pulls up. I recognize the guy from the meet and greet. He's the one that kind of gave me a weird creep feeling. And I think it's because he's probably on the spectrum a little bit and just awkward. But he comes up and he extends his hand and I shake it again. I go, I remember you. Hi, good to see you. And he's like, I am, um, I, uh, and he's just very, he's he's definitely like special in a way that like not, he's probably smarter than all of us, you know? In a, like he, his brain's like a computer. He's probably the computers taking over and coming to get me. And he's like, you know, I want to, I wrote a movie script for you, which I get a lot of that where people write movies with me in mind or they say they do But I do generally believe That people They write a fucking movie For me Yeah And I'm not gonna be In this guy's movie I don't have time To even read it And I know that And I told him I go Listen I I wanna say I'd read it But I just won't and He's like Can I Is there anyone I can send it to I gave him my assistant's email Cause I said This guy like Found my hotel You weird You go Do I reward This amount of effort Even though it's like Kind of breaching my Yeah Boundaries mm-hmm. In terms of like I should be able to Stay at a hotel and not have people waiting up front. Spade, when he came to town, I'm going to take an umbrage with the fucking St. Louis airport. He told me that when he came to town, did he tell you this? Yeah, he told me. The this greeter, time. yeah, there is a guy. It, there are autograph hounds inside, past security. And I said, well, I guess kind of. I kind of like their commitment to like buy a plane ticket. He goes, no, 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 they didn't buy a plane ticket. The the airport does a deal with them and lets them in, which is insane. Wow. That's wild. You shouldn't be able to do that. And his fucking greeter who's not a greeter, who just knew he was landing, meets him at the gate, leads him out, which we don't need help. He already, like he can walk to the fucking security, like mm-hmm. there's a baggage claim. And then that guy says, I'm coming to the show tonight and can we get backstage and and meet you? And he's like, you're meeting me now. I mean, he's so nice, so I think he like, and he doesn't do meet and greets. It's just like that, I just I, I just have such good fans that have such good boundaries with me and like I love so much and we write all the time. like. And when they write me something and I'm too busy to write back, they don't get mad at me. But then there's these other ones that are so delusional, I feel bad. Because yeah. this guy wrote a whole movie and I don't know what to do.
6: I mean, here's... That's so much work. Part of it is, is yeah, he did so much work to find out where you were. He wrote the whole damn movie. He yeah. has one shot because he lives in Winnipeg. he hard to Oh, you my know, God. So he took his chance. God bless him for doing it because, you know what, a lot of people wouldn't do it that being you know
3: I and maybe I'll give it to someone to read for me and if it is this like diamond in the rough script like amazing I don't know though if it's meant to be it will be Um,
6: if he went through all that effort it's probably I
3: I mean the biggest news story is that you drank I just can't even believe this (laughs) let's get to the news but like let's let's talk about it in the news You you heard it here
6: first yeah you heard it here first Oh man, it's Tuesday, folks. You know what that means. Andrew is an alcoholic, and he's drunk. No, again.
3: um, no.
6: Uh, it's Tuesday. You know what I mean? It's Tuesday. Having all the swells. Uh, yeah. So Friday night. Here's the thing is, when you tell people you don't drink, right? One, you don't drink. So part of it was, I think I haven't drank for a lot of reasons.
3: But because you don't want me to judge, like judge you.
6: I think one of one of again m- one of not many, asking for that. I again. I'm not putting it on you. Okay. I'm not. But it,
3: but I, but it's you know you're acknowledging the thing. Yes, totally. Being honest, I like it.
6: You don't drink. Uh, the 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 green room. Like I've seen comics that do drink that get you know after two drinks they're fun. Five drinks they're kind of angry and moody, and you notice a change, and it's annoying.
3: You mean everyone who drinks is yeah. anyone better after two two drinks? People can be better. Yes. yes. One two. I actually like a lot of people better. After two, no one is better. No one is better.
6: So I think part of it was you don't drink. I'm with you. It is what it is. A lot of comics, and you've said this before, that are successful have stopped drinking. They become addicted to stand-up, but it's still a positive addiction. Yeah, you replace it. You replace it. So that was one reason why I haven't drank. The other reason is hangovers. I'm not as productive. I lose a day. I hate fucking losing a day.
3: Yeah, that's why I quit the hangover. The drunk was not a problem. The I've hangover had, was the problem.
6: I've had plenty of rock bottoms where you would think this is probably the time. Yeah, we've heard about them. You almost yeah. died
3: in a, a car from overheating like a baby that was left at a fucking Home it's Depot. A robot that lot. was
6: trying to get me. <laughs> yeah. That happened to be. Yeah, we've so, had uh, some
3: bad times with alcohol. So
6: when you tell people you don't drink, and then it becomes kind of like. Here. When you drink a lot and you're the party guy, you get rewarded, That's right? your thing. Yes. You get rewarded too if you're the silver guy because then you're like, "Wow, look at you. You don't you don't drink."
3: I think you could right. get- It's about a streak. Everyone wants to keep a streak. Yes. You can't just be moderate is boring. Extremes are what we do. Exactly. We do all or nothing, and in between means we'll pick a fucking lane, dude. You you just look like you're confused. You don't yes. know who you are. When really moderation is the key.
6: Moderation is the best. Now, I um, don't
3: drink because I cannot moderate.
6: Yes, and if I, I
3: could, I yes. would drink.
6: Yes, and I think at this point in my life. I really feel confidently that I can moderate almost everything except for golf.
3: The thing is, if you can't moderate it, you'll find out and then you can stop again and it won't discredit the you, first of all, the great news is if it does, if you wake up one day and you're like fucking hungover and you're like, wow, I'm back to the way it was. The beauty is you, you already know you can do it. Yes. And you know what that life is. Yeah. I have no problem with this. I mean, I really, I, hey, I
6: I'm not, I, I wasn't looking for you to be like, I know, yes but I'm no. just
3: saying like, I'm. My, just make it clear. My yeah.
6: my point though is that like you also when you tell people you don't drink, then if you're around them and you're like, you know what, I can have a fucking beer, like whatever. They go, oh go, my god, no, dude, not on my watch. You can't. And yeah, I, like and the other I'm night like, with the
3: pot. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not.
6: I'm. I am like i am not i i did not go. It's not like if you go, if you go to AA, whatever. You, are. I do have addiction in my family. My mom's an alcoholic. You're my addicted to golf right
3: now. Like you, yeah. have, you're an addict.
6: I'm an addict, but I think I'm addict-ish because there are many things that I've quit that a lot of people can't – you know what I mean? like
3: Right, but I can quit alcohol. Alcohol was not my addiction. My eating disorder is my addiction. So, like, Yeah. But the thing is when my eating disorder is I can't do it, I will flip to something else. Like, yes. So what we're always doing with addiction Flippin'. is going to the one that's the least harm to us. Truly, like when Will Smith slapped – Chris Rock, he has a, he has an addiction problem for sure, an anger problem. He has feelings that he's not addressing. He that was the best thing he could do in that moment that would, that would cause the least harm to him and to others. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. And that's
3: what we're always doing. You know, I have a friend who is a, a bulimic, and she's really trying to not be. And she'll get like you know four days without binging and purging, and then she'll go, I fucking binged last night. And then we just talk about it, and I go. Who can't? Like, guess what? You probably fucking needed that. Thank yeah. God you had m- that drug. Because w- what if you didn't? What would you have done? Drown your dog? Uh, beat your dog? Like, punch a wall? Break your hand? Incur a bunch of debt because you can't afford? Like, who knows? Yeah, it goes. We should really way. celebrate yeah. these. Uh, this is. This is what is going to free us from addictions or free me at least is when I do indulge in things that I regret. I just say thank God for it because on the if I didn't have it, it would be something worse.
6: Yeah, I think there's there's definitely a positive in 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 having two drinks and then whatever. Like the I the, the, the positive do you to feel me it the next day. So here's the thing. So then I wake up the next day. I feel fine. I go to the gym. I play golf because I had two. I had two. Like I, I didn't. I even, used to get racked from two drinks. So. I know, but I went to bed at like ten. Like yeah. I, it wasn't even like a thing. Then I went to the comedy club that night and I had a little bit of a gin Who and tonic. Uh, Kevin Macar- uh, McCarthy. Okay, I don't know. He's a great guy okay. from New York. And St.
3: Charles or Westport.
6: Uh, Westport. Uh huh. So then I drank a very little bit amount that night, but it wasn't like, I swear, like I've
2: you don't like, need to I know,
6: okay. I know no, i'm like talking to people like you when when, you, when when you have like i know my bender brain i know my brain of like needing this or like yeah. feeling it or like needing to get away from something yes. or needing to feel comfortable in something you know when
3: people have good uh boundaries with alcohol when they go it made me feel like kind of like disoriented and sick and i just didn't like it that's someone who like
6: well that's me with weed
3: Yeah, like knowing that this doesn't actually feel good, so I'm going to stop here. Whereas if you're an addict, that feeling of being disoriented and feeling not like yourself is all you're looking for.
6: Just get away from me. Yeah,
3: so the fact that you realize this feeling... I like me.
6: I like me now.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't
6: need to like...
3: I feel the same way about drinking. I could go and do it again. For me, though, I just know when I have indulged... In things that I think I have With weed especially Every time I've gone nine months And then I go I'm just gonna have one And this is what stopped me the other night was like a weed baby The last time after nine months I was with a meal in Bloomington And we were like hanging out And I was like I'm gonna fucking break the seal. I deserve a fucking joint at the end of this weekend of shows. I'm with my buddy Emil. I'm in Bloomington, this college town. And I smoked weed. The next day we went to lunch and I was like, do you have that weed? Like, I wanted it immediately again because the feeling is, because I was in pain. And I wanted, I found a, a quick treatment for that pain that felt like, you know, and at that point it wasn't affecting my memory. It wasn't doing all the things that eventually does, which I just... I'm in so much chronic pain in terms of like mental anguish that I just can't do those things. Last night I was in some pain like um, or yesterday I guess this whole week just tired and stuff and last night I was brushing my teeth to bed and I was putting on my serums and I was like for some reason I got overwhelmed by like how like touching it it was and like self care like I was almost like rubbing my own skin and like putting on, and I go, I put on serums like, that's such a loving thing to do for myself to make me feel moisturized and like, almost like a like a baby's like skin, like Johnson and Johnson, even though they cause cancer and they deny it and they, uh, but you know, just like being just gentle. And I was like, what? I wanna do other good things for like baby Nikki, like what does she deserve? And I like went in bed and I like <laughs> wrote in my journal and I was just writing about like, I just like wanna be nice, I like wanna, it was so cute, I caught myself being kind to myself and I was like, I'm gonna keep this train going. I swear to God, I woke up this morning. So I watched a pedophile documentary last night. Three hours of a pedophile documentary. That's what so,
6: baby Nikki would have wanted. I,
3: so my brain was like in some yeah. dark places. And then I started, I journaled. I got some feelings out. I woke up this morning. It was so weird. And I just laid in bed and I was like, because I'm trying to do that Louise Hay thing of being grateful for it you have so you get more gifts. And I was like, I love my life. I am grateful that I get to go get injections in my face today. Like, I am so injected right now. I beat, like, little... I got a bunch of filler and stuff. And I was like, I'm grateful. Instead of being like, oh, why do I have to go do this? Like, I'm I'm so mad that my face has lines in it. And, like, oh, I have to go get this painful thing because I'm a woman and it's not fair. I was just like, I'm grateful that I have this bed. that I haven't changed the seats in a while. I'm grateful I get to maybe go see my dog. And then I, on, I am just in a gratitude place. And it just... Sometimes I just ride that wave and it's so good. Yeah. And just when acceptance. you were smoking when you were smoking
5: weed though, do you think that you could have been in that place? And the same questions Sometimes. for Andrew. Because I think the point that maybe you're you're missing is um, you know, it's not how you feel in the moment when you drink But do the feelings of depression come afterwards?
6: I I had a little bit yesterday, a little bit of like regret or depression just because I was feeling a little bit tired, more tired. It's always like a couple days for me after drinking. It's Mm. not even the Mm -hmm. next day. Which is almost more dangerous because you can't really
3: trace it to that. Yeah, you're like, oh, no, it must have been the oysters I ate that
6: morning. But I had like (laughs) my nose, my skin (laughs) gets dry right when I first time I drink. So my body's already being like, okay, dude. Because you you put poison in it. Yeah, and you dry, and you don't, you don't, you know, you get drunk. I don't put the serums. I don't drink enough water. I eat fried food at night. I
3: got to work on that bit about like it's not liquid courage. It doesn't make you like do the things you really want to do. It makes you stupider, which is fine. Sometimes you just need to get a little stupid. I think that's what.
6: Yeah, and I think I've been living for like when you when you you don't drink for a while, you just I start living for like. This, you can't drink. Oh, you you know, like all this, like thoughts of like, and I think I was kind of rebelling against the, whatever those, but that's all in my head. But
3: that's good too. Like, yeah. it, being Anyhow, easy on yourself. And like, I. So catch me
6: in Texas because your boy's going to have some Jaeger Bonds. Well, that's how I felt no, about not, the I'm weed not, the other
3: night is like, I was so scared of feeling like I didn't, I broke, and I was going to have to tell Chris. Chris is, and smoking weed it was a big reason I did it was because of my boyfriend because I was like, I know that it leads to me wanting to like smoke before things like that I'm nervous about or Mm -hmm. like be high for this movie or whatever. I read something recently that said that, why is it that weed, weed only makes, weed doesn't make bad things better. weed only makes good things better. And they're already good. Like people are always like, let's smoke weed and like eat pizza and watch a movie. It's like, why don't you just eat pizza and watch a movie? Like, weed is never like, oh, I'm gonna smoke weed and like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, because I'm going through a breakup. It's always like, let's let's go to the park and smoke weed. Like, just go to the park or I'm gonna listen to Dave Matthews and smoke. It's like but I get wanting to be out of your head. It makes you dance a little bit more. I am the what Noah was saying, my so Carlisle has been sober for a really long time and she really struggles with weed. I mean, mm-hmm. she and I are very similar in that way. She is totally sober right now, not even on any like meds, which I'm on meds, thank God, to regulate my depression and stuff. But she, the other day, was having a bad day. I love how I talk about Carlyle on this and like air out all her secrets, but she's such an open book that I don't think she'd mind. And she listens to the pot, so I would know already if she was bothered. And you send, you say her Instagram. And I, you know, give her money that she pays me back. We all know that. So Carlyle Forster, who, please support her actually on her Instagram. She is working these insane shifts at this restaurant. She's and making great videos from the restaurant. She is making amazing videos from the restaurant. About Thank her experiences. you, Noah. It's they're so good. It, they really help you become a better consumer because they're so funny and we should play one for the Reddit dump. But she um she is really So anyway, please follow her and support her. It, it would mean a lot to me and I know her. Like every follow means something to her and she um she's just well worth following. But she was saying the other day on our you know, the group chat that we have that You know she got into a fight with her boyfriend when she was in the car and she just like snapped and was like screaming and like crying in the car like it was you know related to just you know working too much and all this stuff and she said you know in that moment I thought if I could smoke weed I wouldn't have done that I would not have screamed like it was just I couldn't handle the feelings and I just lost it and I looked like a psycho and people were staring from other cars. And she said, if I could have smoked weed right then, like, it makes me just want to fucking smoke weed again. Like, what am I going to do? And she goes, and like, I watch like people like Chelsea Handler, like smoking weed, like skiing and in a hot tub, like celebrating their success. Like what, so I'm going to go like, if I ever get success, I'm just going to like be sober and like not celebrate. Like, what's the point of having Mm -hmm. success if you can't like let loose? And then I just, I private messaged her because I was like, could tell she was struggling. And I said, listen, when I'm hearing this, I totally get it of like, why not? Fuck it. You know, I'm feeling all these feelings. It, it would, it, it truly would. If she would have smoked weed, she wouldn't have screamed at her boyfriend and been embarrassing in p- traffic. But the truth is, it just numbs you out for that time. And the screaming at your going boyfriend somewhere. is, it's always on the other side of it. You're just delaying the inevitable. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you drink or you smoke weed, it's, unless you're doing it just for fun in that moment, to just like feel a little loose, if you're going, if you're doing it to get away from something, you're just. Procrastinating This feeling Because it's Not only is it going to Still be there Because it's not Treating that feeling The feeling is going to Come back so much worse Because you're going to Feel bad that you Like Which you, sh- you shouldn't Feel bad I don't think any If we took away the guilt Of like Oh I went on a bender We would be a much Better society But the guilt around Breaking your abstinence Or yes. breaking your streak Is so much worse Than uh, Then You just Just let yourself have it Like the girl that I Talked to That binged I go Good Fucking yay. Yeah. Guess what? You don't have to do that again if you don't want to. So you had one. All right. Like I want us all to be as gentle with that. Like I have gained weight recently because I am overeating a lot because I'm feeling my feelings. That is my only drug. I still kind of let myself have. I don't, I I don't starve myself. I can't do that drug. I can't exercise. But sometimes I overeat. Not to the point where I'm like regurgitating like I used to. Like I used to be every single night I would eat until I was literally throwing up without sticking my finger down my throat. But I eat sometimes where I'm like, I am not hungry. I just want to do this because I'm bored. Yeah. And I know I'm doing something bad. I know I'm not being a very recovered good uh, like anorexic or like normal eater. But I fucking need it because I'm feeling something and I'm in pain. So it's like a goddamn Band-Aid for my feelings and so be it. And like thank God I have it. And tomorrow's a new day and I can start over. And streaks are dumb. Streaks are what fucking Instagram and TikTok and Duolingo and all these things, Wordle, streaks are what, they're a device that have been used because they know humans love streaks and they hate breaking streaks. They're used to shame you so you keep using these programs. That's why every, Snapchat has streaks. Oh, you guys have talked this many days because they want you to keep using it because they know we are susceptible to streaks. So do not, do not be a streaker. You know, don't, first of all, don't run naked in the middle of a baseball stadium but also, if a streak should mean something to you, if you're if you're sober, and it, and it's, I'm glad that people do that. But it's one day at a time, and you can always start over. And I think the problem with streaks is once you throw in the towel, throw okay, well now let's fucking go. You can pick. You can just go back and you can just cut that day out. Who gives a fuck?
6: It was funny. You were. Uh, you're still sober it was to funny. me. I was. I was.
3: And even if I'm not, it, it doesn't negate that yeah, three years at no. all.
6: I, no, I'm happy for the three years. Again, I've done. But seriously, if I before. hear you
3: tell someone that you're sober, I'm just kidding. Well, it's
6: funny because I got on stage. Uh, Wait. Saturday night. Spoiler
3: alert: We're gonna talk about this when we oh. get back from break. Um, we didn't do news today, but it felt like a really good segment. We'll be back with Reddit dump and the rest of what Andrew was just saying.
0: <laughs>
5: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available
3: now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Right here,
4: right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. Twenty-four month financing is available with approved credit for ninety years. We've been right here, right now, right rug flooring. All right, we're back, Andrew. So Saturday Continue. night,
6: I have a I have a new bit about not drinking for three years, and and I, well, well, I
3: there you go. But Still but fine. but
6: I was literally had alcohol in my system while the words were coming out of my mouth, and I'm on stage and I'm having a very good set. It's the late show. I feel very. I don't know. Whatever. And I'm just crushing and I'm just go. So I haven't drank for 3 years and uh, shit guys, I drank last night. <laughs> I'm, I've, i I've alcohol in me right now. And and I go I I can't lie to you. And I go also I don't think you guys are shitty drivers. So I didn't I went through my whole set and going Everything's a <laughs> lie.
2: Oh right, right. So and then some guy strike. from
6: the crowd goes, "Do you even own a cat?" Oh, that's <laughs> And hilarious. it was such a great moment of honesty in that moment. I never even got to the well, bit.
2: L-
3: listen, I mean, right. It was just, we get back to what we were back saying. Back to
6: the humor thing. You yeah, that
3: doesn't mean you can be like, "Oh my god, I need to keep drinking so I could do that bit." Just being honest equals funny. Yeah. You just couldn't get away with the non. I couldn't. You couldn't lie to them, and what a great thing! Like
6: it was a beautiful moment. Actually, it really made. It reminds
3: me. Like, me I just watched this Bill Maher thing about like, he does this thing on his show called like explaining jokes to idiots. And it's, he like breaks down the Jada Pinkett joke, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was really funny. But this one party goes, you know, people that get offended by jokes, a lot of times they have to wait for the laughter to die down, to go not funny. It's like, (laughs) actually (laughs) it was if
6: you're waiting because you had to wait for the laughter
3: to die down. And it made me laugh to think of that guy, like waiting for the laughter to die down to go. Do you even have a cat?
6: Oh, it was so great. And I was like, no, I don't. It's just a dog with a very small penis. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything.
3: Speaking of dogs, let's get to Reddit dump. Let's do your Reddit dump. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to harmonize with it. Um, Welcome to Reddit dump. This is where we go through my um, saved posts on Reddit. Um, so... I want to start with the dog one, Noah. Will you pull that one up? Because I know its I've had it sent to you for a while to use, and we never got into it. I believe it's dog howling in a really funny way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it
0: just sounds
6: like an old man yelling at the sun. It's- like or us on anything. So funny. Oh, so I just good. love it.
3: I got Luigi back today, by the way. I, I you know, I've been gone for a while and Can he howl? Um, yeah, he can. I mean, he barks mostly when he's upset, but yeah, I'm sure he could howl if he wanted to. He just chooses not to, okay? He's on yeah. a streak hey a no howling that. streak. <laughs> um, this is from Cool Guides on Reddit and this is the names of things you probably didn't know. I like this kind of thing where it's like words you don't know. The space between your eyebrows is called um, where I just told my, so I've never gotten the space between my eyebrows. Uh, I never get that. It's called the 11s, these lines uh, yeah. and Botox. It's a very popular place to Botox. I call them the twin towers and I'm like, take these down again. But, um, <laughs> and it never gets a laugh. But so I went to Nyack, my place today who treats me like a fucking queen and I got uh Botox and filler and i'll tell you where i got it but i got my um i never get my elevens cuz i don't like this usually women who have like botox hair, like it's too much uh, space yeah. here and it kind of stretches it out and i look like um an avatar character or like a hammerhead like,
6: shark you know when there's like no building in a very big city and yeah. it's a whole city block of nothing yes. it looks weird this looks like
3: downtown st louis yeah <laughs> things aren't going well um but i got a little bit i got i just i went very moderate on all my botox just half the because building yes this is building 7 <laughs> I just left building seven up. So um, I got a little on my crow's feet, which I don't normally do. I usually only do my xylophone. And then I got a little bobo on my xylophone. And then I got filler. I said before I got filler underneath my eyes. I didn't do that this time. But I did. I noticed that these are really deep. My nasal labial folds are very deep, which is the lines that come down from your nostrils to the sides of your mouth. And... I got some filler in there because they were saying, oh, we could put filler in your cheeks and it would pull it up and decrease that line. But she was like, do you have really high cheekbones? And I was like, yes. And she goes, anyone that says yes to that? Because she goes, I don't do filler on the cheeks. I was like, good. Because I didn't want like, I I don't want to risk looking insane. I'm a little swollen right now. So I'm starting to look insane. And I also got filler (laughs) down on my marionette lines a little bit, little, little, little bit. Like this is so moderate. I wish I really remembered the amount of CCs or whatever because it's like was the least amount you could do where you almost where you couldn't even tell if if, and then she also did my filler in my lips and so um, it was so exciting I just love Did it hurt? Getting fill- Does it hurt? Yeah they numb you out but it yeah. didn't hurt there was a tear that came down and she was like I'm sorry and I go I didn't say it but I was thinking to say no it's this song because it was playing this same for the best <laughs> my t- all my favorite songs were playing okay so that space in between your eyebrows that I got done is called a glabella G a l b e l l okay the way it smells after it rains is called i love that petrichor p-e-t-r-i-c-h-o-r um the plastic this one um, you may know the plastic or metallic coating at the end of your shoelaces is called an aglet Mm. um your when your stomach when your stomach rumbles that's a Womble, wamble, W A M B L E, which that is a that sounds like an app that I want to download. Wamble, but yeah. it's W-M-B-L-E, B-L. I mean,
6: it, It's exactly what your stomach sounds like.
3: The cry of a newborn baby is called a vagitus, which that fits.
6: Like a sounds yeah. like
3: a disease you get from a vagina. Yeah, that makes you scream.
6: Sounds like. So-
3: Do you know that babies are really loud because their body? I went to an Alexander technique person to speak to learn how to speak more. And really it's about like your voice, the sound isn't coming from your throat, it's coming from, like your body is like, um, like your, uh, the strings are your vocal cords, but the your body is like the, um, like if we're comparing it to a guitar, your body is like the body of a guitar, like the, that whole casing, the hollow casing, that makes it amplified. And the vibrations of the wood is what makes the sound, really, it's the strings causing the wood to vibrate, creating a sound. And what we always think about with our voice is that it comes from our throat. Like, because it's that's where it's that's we also think that consciousness is like in our eyes because we see from there, not because our brain is there. When before we knew our brain was in our head and that's what made us have thoughts, people thought your consciousness was like in your heart. Mm. Like they just, or and sometimes they thought it was in their eyes, but just because that's where you see from. So, anyway. What really your resonance comes from when you make when opera singers is because their body is so loose that their whole body becomes the body of guitar and vibrates. And that's why babies are so fucking loud is because when they scream, their body is like a little boombox speaker, like a little mini Bose speaker. (laughs) And it's just it's so loose because babies aren't stressed out yet that it just vibrates. And that is why they're so loud, because their their whole body is like a piece of like wood and it's not tensed up. Now, when I try to hit a high note, I'm like, I'm not gonna make this, and my whole body goes like, get Uh, nervous and tenses up, and that's why I crack and it sounds like shit. So it's about really relaxing. Okay, um, a couple more of these. Finding it difficult to get out of bed in the morning is called life. No, uh, (laughs) dysania. D-Y-S-A-N-I-A. I have that almost all the time. The metal thing used to measure your feet at the shoe store is called a bannock device.
6: Oh, wow.
3: I'm not going to remember. I haven't any put of this my shit. foot in
6: one of those and since we had a measuring contest. Oh, yeah, contest we had a measuring contest to see at if champs. I. Champs.
3: Yeah, we went to champs in the Mall of America once. I think we because, tied, right? Yeah, we tied. We had the same size foot. <laughs> um, okay, now let's play fun. Carlisle's um, one of her TikToks about waitressing and what it's like.
2: As a brunch consultant, I've traveled the world teaching people that their breakfast isn't as important as they think. Here are a few tips for ordering your eggs with a side of humanity. Did you know that 99% of brunch establishments will list which juices they have for mimosas right there on the menu? There's never a reason to see if an exotic fruit can be juiced in the back for the purpose of your hangover. Contrary (laughs) to popular belief, you're not special just because you're drinking in the middle of the day. This goes for food as well, which brings us to rule number two. Um. Ask yourself before you order. Would this request cause the waitress a fight with the kitchen staff? Pause (laughs) and consider. If you don't like two or more ingredients in an item, maybe you don't order that item. And lastly,
6: I like that one.
2: Yes. Look into your server's eyes. Is it possible that their dog just died that day? Are they maybe going through a breakup? Even if the answer to these questions is no, still treat them with the utmost kindness. I hope this was helpful. Until next time, I've been your brunch consultant.
3: Oh my God. I fucking love her so much because we need to know this stuff. Yes. I'm one of those people that sometimes will go, th- I'll take three things out of a thing. Oh, yeah. But I won't replace them. But then them. add something. No, you, just, sometimes I do because yeah. I'm like, I know you got this in this but other you salad. you have to. You don't have And options. by the way, I tip like 100% when that is going on. Here's
6: the thing. Servers don't like tips.
3: <laughs> Here's you a tip. That.
6: Here's a tip. I don't want one. Um, I don't need your pity.
3: Man, the stories so- I told you that one story about Carlisle working, right? Yes.
6: Yes. Yeah, you told on the podcast. Yeah, you
3: did was, with the I guy. Mean, mm-hmm. I'm still so fired up. I want to. run no, you man. never told
6: me who the guy was. I I I'll show him to you is.
3: another time. Okay, so did you see? Um, let's go to a and ask women. Dear women of Reddit, what's something you've learned about lately, and can you teach us about it? Okay, so this is when they ask women things. Oh my God, this is wild and cute. I'm so glad I remembered to share this. Okay, honestly, I didn't even stare at because of the question was interesting. It's only this answer and there's no way to really save answers on Reddit. Okay. So someone wrote ancient psychic pug wrote when a hermit crab is trying to find a new shell. This is the coolest thing you will know. Remember this for when people go, what's an interesting fact, you know, that no one knows you're the only, you're going to be the only one who knows this when a hermit crab is trying to find a new shell to grow into and it finds a shell that is too big. It will sit by the big shell for around eight hours to see if a bigger hermit crab comes by to get the big shell. Other hermit crabs will see this, try out the big shell, and if it's too big, they will order themselves from largest to smallest in a line. If a hermit crab by comes by that can fit into the big shell, they will mass trade shells moving down the line, hoping helping each other to get out of their shell. And they pass their shell to the next one. Aww. How fucking cute is that?
6: That's yeah. really cute.
3: That is a children's book waiting to happen. Okay, Let's get to final thought. I wanted to say that I met so many besties this weekend in Vancouver and Winnipeg. I, I, I mean, I say it to you guys all the time. The people that listen to the show are my favorite fans. Sorry to everyone else. They just are. They're the nicest, most compassionate. They are complimentary. They are respectful of my boundaries and time. I love them. One in particular gave me an Andrew oh. gifts. Um, She is Oh fuck on Instagram Let me just see Um, Hold on one second Let me just find this post
6: (laughs) Luigi is hilarious right now by the way Is he? His head is just off He's just looking down
3: People gotta check out the um, Our YouTube to see it Our YouTube uh, We really need you guys to subscribe It's it's, People write me and go It's unacceptable There's only this many views On your podcast Yeah it doesn't make sense It
6: really doesn't make sense
3: We We deserve more um, and I get it. You maybe listen on your app, and so you don't need to actually watch too. Throw us a, throw us a sub because the videos we spend we spend a lot of time, and it's just a fun thing to have on. Some people really like to watch podcasts, and if you have a friend who likes to watch podcasts and isn't into us yet, maybe maybe recommend us. Um, this is from Nicole Goodwin. She gave us a bag of goodies in um, in Vancouver. Are you having a
6: Luigi? Still? I've never seen a dog lay like this. He's just looking down at the ground.
3: Oh my God, you guys have to see this. Wait, are we getting a good view? oh yeah, they can oh, zoom in on it.
6: It's so rich.
3: Shout out to Christian, Dorsey and James, James. who are gonna zoom in on this right now. Thanks guys. Um, so this is what she gave us here. You got one of these. ready to I'm gonna throw it at you. It's glass.
2: Oh
3: That was a bad throw. I'm so sorry. did that hit your knee? Oh, you shouldn't drink. have drank on Friday. I need a drink. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Thank God I have a cup
3: Turkey tear Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, she made us um isn't that so cute?
6: That's very nice
3: yeah uh, coffee mugs with our logo and a picture of us so nice
6: Thank you so much so much I really and then,
3: then I have another thing Can't she also made this but I accidentally um <laughs> I accidentally washed it so I hope it still fits you but you've, you you I think it'll work but she said she makes t-shirts for her company. I forget your name of your company, babe. I'm sorry. And uh, she said, I don't know anything about golf, so I just made up this one. And it says, always wash your balls. <laughs> and there's a picture of a golf tee with ball. And I think it's so great. funny.
6: That is really funny. I love it. you got to put it on your Instagram. My balls smell like shit. So.
3: And then she also made me this shirt that says, uh, friends, not food.
6: Uh, and I love
3: it so much. I got to see what her company is she's called. She's really
6: good, man. She's
3: really good. Thank
6: you, whoever did this. It's very um, kind of you.
3: And... I also want to say she also made me another shirt that, and I want to see what the company was called. She has a company where she makes shirts, and I really want to. Hold on, no, I'm so sorry. I want to send it a shout out. Ooh.
6: That's amazing.
3: One sec, one sec, one sec. I know it's Thank so nice. Thank you for nice. taking the time to and do that. And let me just say, so many besties were so sad that you were not there um, on uh, uh, Friday and Saturday, and I explained to them like why you weren't. Th- you know. I explained like you have a drinking problem now that you need yeah, to like I'm off the attend wagon. to. Yeah. I just sensed it, you know, I something my was wagon. going on. Yeah. Um I can't find the name of her company but it's uh, I'll 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 write me girl when you hear this, and I'll give you a, a a shout out on another pod. But um, she got me the shirt, and she also got me a shirt that I think I didn't check with her, but I think is inspired by our conversation about what's the best vegan messaging.
6: The best what? Vegan messaging. Oh, vegan messaging.
3: And it said, um, I posted on my uh, Instagram the other day, but it said eating animals is weird, and it's a V neck. It's so cute. I really want other vegans to wear it because, and it's so <laughs> funny because I think me of? I came up with that, but I don't want. I'm not sure. What yeah, is it
6: It reminds me of Machine Gun Kelly making fun of Eminem's beard.
3: Yeah, your fucking your, beard is weird.
6: Which is one of the best weird lines is ever. So I don't know why. It's so funny. I, your fucking beard is weird. I think it's like, we talked
3: about <laughs> what would be the best thing to get people to be like, oh, I don't want to. like. And I think that's what we came up with. I think that's why she made it. I'm not sure. Maybe it wasn't my idea. But I did have Anya write me when she saw it on my Instagram and said, honestly, that's the best vegan messaging I've ever seen. Because, first of all, Calling it, instead of meat, calling it animals really puts it in perspective. And no one wants to be weird. And I have to say, I felt, I wore it the other day coming back from Vancouver. It was a long travel day in public a lot. I was getting stared at so so many people reading it and feeling and like giving me looks. I felt like that guy that I make fun of in my act who wears like a shirt that says like, yeah. I lubricate my AR-15 with liberal tears. Yeah. Like it felt like kind of like that of like, fuck all you meat eaters. But it was interesting to see the looks I was getting of like, she thinks she's cool. And I, re- I was wearing a vegan leather jacket and I know people were thinking, what a fucking hypocrite that she's wearing a leather jacket because it looks real. Um, but I loved it. I love that shirt. I love um, get these gifts. Someone also gave me. Um, I don't. I'm sorry to just do the full final thought as like gift shout out. But I think I I also got. Oh my god! I did Whitney Cummings podcast. I'll talk about how she helped me with dead people's parents. Well, you can just listen to the podcast to find out. We did three hours without even trying. Um, but she gave me. I, I when I first got in there, I was like. That water bottle is like a Taylor Swift water bottle Like I was just like I saw it on her like desk Like in the But she has a lot of shit in there And she gets a lot of promotional stuff She's not a Swifty either But I was like That is a lover Fucking Hydro Flask And I was like God I love that so much I wonder if she would give it to me If I complimented it And then at the end of the show She was like I have a couple gifts for you And I was like No And she was like First of all Look behind you on the shelf Behind me on the shelf What Let me just get it really quick Stay
6: Good boy She's going to get something right now, folks. It's uh, a present. Behind me, Whoa.
3: behind me on the shelf was something I had just seen on the Taylor Swift merchandise store that I would never buy for myself. Now, these are the best gifts for me is things in the Taylor Swift merch store that aren't shirts, but are things that are just too ridiculous to buy for yourself. This is called the vault and it has inside a snow globe that exploded in my bag and was dripping goo oh. all over oh. my clothing but worth it. I nearly cried because I wanted this so bad I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's just a snow globe that was probably like $70. It's plastic. It was made in China. Um, but it has like guitars and it's the vault because she all the songs that she doesn't release she calls like the vault the vault songs. And then she also Why the
6: snow globe inside it? Do
3: you know? I don't, because uh, a lot of her imagery is snow globes. Oh, okay. And so it's just like Swifty thing that I love I'm gonna keep it here in the podcast room even though it's shattered on the way um and then she was like and also this hydro flask and I was like I saw that on the way I was so excited so I got that and then a bestie in Vancouver who owns a um a resale shop that has like fucking awesome teas and shit like that uh who I'm always he's like a fan and he started writing me when I was posting that I would like to resale stuff Oh, I, I know the Fraser and Pine, F-A-R-S-E-R and Pine is the name of that uh, if you want to get a vegan shirt, if you're vegan out there. Um, and then this guy, he always sends me like, do you want this? He'll send me like Britney Spears shirts, like he's at stores looking for cool mm-hmm. vintage shirts. And um, I'll either be like, pass or yes, I do. And then he'll be like, one was a Chappelle shirt that was an old one. And I was like, fuck yes. It was like, oh, I paid for it and it never arrived it fucking sucks but um he got me a taylor swift 1989 t- like crew shirt so someone that worked on her crew for that like oh, that's that is good. so rare <laughs> and he got me a fearless shirt which is like her first like not her first album but her second album a tour shirt that is so fucking rare it's probably worth a thousand like this guy hooked it up so much, and I just want to say thank you so much to Joel. And I'll give you a shout out about your uh, company later. And I didn't do that in exchange for like advertising. I'm just saying thank you to my friends that did that for me. And um, yeah, I got to bring extra suitcases for these gifts. By the way, my favorite gift is a just a, a heartfelt letter, or any kind of like a drawing you make, any fucking thing. I'll, so I'll take money. Um, and, and also money. Um, Venmo is open. Oh my God! Andrew, what was I going to tell you? Fuck! Girl. I have one last thing to tell you, Andrew. God damn it! Um, I guess I'll have to come up with it off air. But um, I hope you guys watch my e-show. I really hope that Nashville people come out and see me in Nashville. If you have friends in Nashville, the rhyme please. Theater, the Ryman like Theater, a
6: legendary theater. I think
3: I've only sold fifty-four percent of the house, and it's coming up. So please get on that, you guys. I would love to perform for you. Um, if you have friends out there, I just don't understand why they're not selling as well. But those fifty-four percent. Thank you so much. And I don't really give a shit.
6: Jake Owen's going to be there. Uh,
3: He is. He's going to come. In the crowd. Honky donk. All right, guys. Well, (laughs) I'll get to ask him about Taylor Swift. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We will see you this weekend in Texas. We will see you next week in New Orleans, Jacksonville, and another Florida place. And then we'll see you the following weekend somewhere else. Thank you for listening. Don't be kidding. And Jack Daniels Daniels. is a drink that Andrew will probably have (laughs) this weekend.
6: That's literally
5: where I went with Daniel. No, I will.
4: That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now, right rug flooring.
5: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
3: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment,
4: oh my God, we've summoned something from this board